Blog Talk Radio. Kaylin Patterson, P2P Real Talk Midwest Muscle in the house, and this program is sponsored by P2P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the and that didn't sound good. In the world, if you are a drug-free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like what that? Like a Mack truck through ice cream. Yeah. That's what I I'm said. just making a flavor. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds of pretty good. The, <laughs> of the chocolate yeah. orientation. Of the snickerdoodle flavor, check us out at peoplefeemuscle.com. Checking out that snickerdoodle for the win. And now, <laughs> let's chit-chat with Amanda. How are you doing, Desiree? I am just fine, just fine. Hashtag chocolate wave for the win. There you have it. <laughs> uh, snickerdoodle is snickerfoodle. Or should I call you DMC? Yeah. You know, all of the above, all of the above. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I can't believe Happy August Tuesday. is almost over. I know, and I'm already thinking about September, and that is just absolutely an crazy. Time, time, time just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't slow down. And for no. all of you parents out there, back to school is happening, so there's that. Yes, it is little flurry of activity going on, and oh, before you know it, it's going to be football, homecoming, snow, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, all of that stuff. And, of course, all there's a lot of bodybuilding going on in between. Yes, it is. A whole lot of. Yes, it is. Hold on. And you know what comes Hold with on. bodybuilding, Kaylin Patterson? Do you know what comes with that? What? Tell me, Devin. Tanning. Tanning oh comes with that. Oh, my. Oh, yes. my. <laughs> <laughs> and so if y'all haven't figured it out just yet, we're going to be doing a little bit of talking about tanning tonight. But it's going to be on a different level than what we normally talk about. And I'm going to let our guest, hopefully she's on. Um, yes, she is. Are you out there? Ivy Potter. I am here. Listen to you, girl. Your voice is like a fresh, a fresh, a breath of fresh air. You went and like had this Either little way. tiny human, and we haven't heard from you, haven't seen you. You don't send us flowers anymore, cookies, nothing. Nothing. You can tell goodness. I'm a little bitter. I'm a little bitter, but now tonight I'm getting my Ivy Potter fixed. Ivy Potter, aka the Sunless Ninja. She's back, folks. She's back. <laughs> Yay! I am so happy to hear both of your voices. Des, I haven't talked to you. I got to talk to Kaylin a little bit a couple weeks ago, but oh, I miss you guys. I miss my athletes. I um right. I, I need to fix. I do, I mean it's well, an addiction when you when you get in this. Yeah. Well, you're about to get it fixed. Yep, the Windy City Natural is coming up, yes. so you're about to get it fixed because you are the tanner of choice for that show and for good reason. So, but you know, Ivy, we've added you know a listener or two since the last time you've been with us. Um, over nope. nineteen thousand now. <laughs> All I'm saying. Holy cow, congratulations. Yeah, you guys are awesome. I'm so proud. More, yeah, added a few more countries. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself 
and reintroduce yourself to all of our newbie listeners and our faithful that tune in every week. Absolutely. Well, my name is Ivy Potter. Um, I am based uh, out of the Chicago area. I'm just across the border in Indiana. I'm still a suburb of Chicago, so I'm a Bears fan. And let's don't tell my husband, but I'm a Sox fan. He married me anyway, knowing that. So, um, But I, I, I'm a Chicago girl through and through by way of Georgia. Um, so I have an awesome southern accent. Um, I have been in the tanning industry for about 10 years now. Um, I own two tanning salons, and my full-time day-to-day capacity is all things skincare. Um, so I, I own and operate two tanning salons, um, and I am a spray tan guru. Um, about two years ago, I took a position with Norvell Sunless. Um, Norvell is the company that makes and manufactures all of my spray tanning products for my salons. Um, and I work for them now. My official title is that I'm a salon specialist. Um, and I'm, but what, what that means is a great way of saying that I'm an educator. So I travel all over the Midwest teaching people how to be awesome at Sunless. Um, and then I get the pleasure of hanging out with people like you guys. Um, I travel all over the country with, with both pro athletes and amateur athletes. Um, I am a host tanner for several shows. And I spray tan competition tan or competi- com- uh, fitness competitions. I can't talk, but I can spray tan. And so I spray tan fitness competitors all over the country and make sure that all that work that you've put in for the last 16, 18, 20, or for the re- your you know the better part of your adult life is seen when you step to the stage. So that's yeah. kind of what I do and who I am. And you do it oh so well. So. I had already kind of said that tonight's tanning show was going to be a little different than what we normally talk about. And so um, I'm just going to, I'm going to put that out there and I'm going to put a little pause on it for a moment because we're going to, we're going to take a little step back. Um, we've got a, uh, a question and a statement here from Bethany and, and I think maybe Tan- Kaylin and I have just been hitting on the band t- bad tan subject a little too hard, but um, Bethany, <laughs> we are going to answer your question for you. She wants to know if Kaylin and I are just harping on bad bad tans to help promote the show Tanners, because I'll just say no to that right now because we're not getting any kickbacks. But by Job, if we start taking those, we're going to be talking about it a whole heck of a lot more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, What's really the point? Does it truly make that much of a difference? Come on, really? So I she hasn't had a bad tan experience, has she? Uh, well, I guess not. that segues. That means that I need to tell everybody, in case anyone has forgotten, how I met the man, the legend, Kaylin Patterson. Oh wow! So yes, <laughs> yes, Here your tan absolutely matters. Um, so the way that stage lighting works is it's, in, it's designed to make you the highlight when you walk across the stage. However, our skin doesn't like the stage lights. Um, all of our skin cells are actually translucent. So I am a very, very white, white girl. Um, I don't tan well. I have like a red tint to my skin. I got freckles. And my baby, my new baby, who is super cute, is a ginger. So we know that I am I'm a glow-in-the-dark kind of girl. Kaylin, on the other hand, is obviously of ethnic skin. Kaylin is a black man with black skin. Um, 
Desiree, same for you. You're well. You're you're not 100% black skin, but you have a lighter complexion. But still, you and I, all three of us together, have a completely different complexion of skin. However, yep. if you took our skin cells and you shaved them off and you stuck them under a microscope, you would not know the difference between my skin, your skin, or Kaylin's skin. Because once you illuminate that skin, it is clear and translucent. What actually causes our, our color um, that we see outwardly is melanin. Um, and depending on your, your genetic makeup, depends on how much melanin you have in your skin. But melanin exposed to light is still translucent. So it does not stand up to the stage lighting. So when you step on the stage, if you didn't have a tan at all or if your tan is too light, it causes your skin to just look flat. You look almost yellow on stage. So met Kaylin. So back to my story. So I met Kaylin. I was visiting at the Chi-Town Showdown. Something I don't get to do was watch the shows very often, and I was sitting in the audience. I was actually there with another client who I was tanning for this show, um, and I was just visiting really to, to be there and I'm looking at the stage, and I see this guy on stage, and there's a, a, a great lineup at the show because there always is a good lineup at the, uh, the Chi-Town Showdown. And there's this guy on stage, and he has a phenomenal physique. He looked the best that I have ever seen this person, you know, I think in all the years that I've known him. And I thought to myself, bless his heart, nobody told that <laughs> poor guy he had to have a tan. He's a That's blessed his little precious. Bless his heart, which for you people who are not Southern, that translates to you're an idiot. Um, so bless his heart. He did not have a tan. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, nobody told this poor guy that being black would not be enough for him to stand on stage and have a tan. I know he thinks he's got a better tan than me, but he does not have enough tan to stand up on stage. And I thought, oh, and I had to sit on my hands and say, do not walk up to strangers and tell them their tan looks bad. You can't do things like that. People get offended. So I, I swore to myself as I sat in the audience that I would not approach this person backstage. Well, we all know that I fail miserably at that. So I walked backstage a little hours later, literally walked around the corner and just about ran into Kaylin because he's big and much bigger than me, and I, I nearly ran him over. And I looked at him, and I took a deep breath, and I thought, oh, it just slipped out. And I said, honey, why didn't you get a tan? And he was so mad, and he said, I did get a tan. I did, I did, I did. I tanned, and he had used the host tanner for that show. So he actually, I can give proof, Kaylin doesn't just promote the host tanners. <laughs> um, he had used the host tanner. The product that that person had used on him was not comparable to his skin. Um, the color was not right, and if you do not know how to tan ethnic skin, um, there are certain products that do not work. Um, so he he had had a horrible tanning experience, and I look Kaylin, and Kaylin was, I believe it's one point. Were you one point short from being yeah. the first place contender? He yeah. was one point short, um, and the reason that you lost points was because? Of the tan. Yes, yes. So, so Kaylin did not so win that sad. show. He had the better physique. But because he did not have an appropriate tan, he did not get the points that he needed. He they not only not. did Kaylin's loss hurt him, but his team actually had Kaylin taken that first place rather than the second place. His team would have also taken the first place position at that show as well, That's, which was yep. heartbreaking. One point. And since then, Kaylin, what have you learned better? I wanted a better tan. I wanted a better <laughs> tan so bad. <laughs> oh, it almost brings tears my head thinking about it now. Still a, uh, it's still a yeah. tough loss. It's still a tough loss. 
Hey, because I, I, there's something at the Chi-Town Showdown that Dad and I covered. And I would have gotten that at that particular show, at that particular day, at that particular time. If I had a good thing. There's so many songs yep. in that, but it, it comes back to the Tin Man. Yes, I only had a brain. <laughs> yeah. So it, you it had done everything that you thought was right in that yeah. in that moment, but you just but that I mean, and you had done the host tanner and you had done several things, but the color was not in, was not correct for your skin. Well, it was awful. I was bleach on stage. I was honestly bleach on stage, and I remember a competitor that had coached three or four people come running back. I mean, like in a in a full fledged run. Thank God he had on gym shoes and nobody had sprayed. Sam on the floor because it would have been a nightmare. But he was furious <laughs> with me. Like, why didn't you get a tan? You had this show in the bag. What were you thinking? And this is right before I did come back there. And she was trying to explain to me, you know, how much it. And I was like, I, I told her I did everything I was supposed to. And she's like, Oh, you're not gonna win, but hey, you came close. Oh. And we oh. did. We and I actually proved to Caitlin that I can make a difference on him that night. I said, "I'll just pan you. I mean, I'll just, I have this solution. I'll I'll throw it on you, and you can see the difference in your pictures after the show. Call me later. We'll talk." And we've been friends yeah. since. Been yeah. friends since. And I have sprayed. Yeah, I've sprayed death for a couple shows so too. So many people. Yes, she so has, and it's a fantastic so product. Bad. So. Go ahead, Des. Oh, I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to finish, but I was just going to say, so this just whole conversation segues right into our next listener question, and this one is from Jerome, and he's asking, do people of color really have to worry about tanning? And I think if, if you've been listening, Jerome, what you've heard from two people of color right here is that it's yes, <laughs> because if you're a person of color without a tan and then a person of color has a tan who is darker and more visible under those lights, who do you think think muscle is going to show better of those two people of color, the one without the tan or the one with the tan? And that's the whole purpose of tanning, so the judges are better able to see your muscles, your cuts, your striations. Um, it better helps help to better demonstrate your symmetry and all of those kinds of things because it just gives you that complete look. He's saying, are, are, aren't we already dark enough? Can I really... Can it really cost me that many positions in placing? And, you know, as you heard from Kaylin's story, it's a true, it's a real thing. I mean, tanning can cost you positions in placing, and it only takes one, especially when it's that one that's between first place and second place. I mean, after that, does it really matter? But, yeah, it can cost you. And it, and as you heard, it cost Kaylin a little more than, than he bargained for. And that's and that's something else too that you know oftentimes we attend shows and you know you're you're like well my legs are good my back is good or my back is better than this person or my my abs are here or my legs are more straight or separated we have all of yeah. these critiques to our physical form but when it comes to it and you're sitting at that judges table which I know both of you have done you get to a point where the competition is so tight and it's so close that you start picking at things you have to start finding something to be wrong with an athlete. And the first thing that is the most visible is their color on stage. When your tan is a hot yeah. mess, it takes from your overall package and presentation, and that's part of your judging criteria. Yep. It is. It so is. If you're and, even, and, even killed with a competitor and you are 
spot on with your criteria and the guy next to you has a better tan, you're going to take that second place spot. Well, um, exactly. I'd like to bring up the, the North American. That was the most recent one I saw where the guy's tan bled off before we could actually judge him from, you know, the end of the mandatory. And it was hurt. It, it hurt me because, like I said, you know, a lot of times Des and I get to see people backstage and you can see the physique they have in, in the lighting as compared to everyone else. But when they get out there, out there on stage, they just can't present it that well because of the glare from the light. And honestly, without the detail of the muscle, it's just the physique on stage. And, you know, it's sad to say it that way, and I've, I've been beaten with that. I mean, you already heard my personal testimony, and I have shared. It's tough. It's really tough, and it's heartbreaking when that's the only thing that makes you keep you from the first place podium. It's, it's really hard to deal with. But, yes, it does make that much of a difference. And it hurts to see this guy bleeding out on stage with his tan, not not with actual blood, but just, uh, you know, <laughs> washing out where you could not see his physique anymore. And what I had seen backstage was just a phenomenal physique, but we just knew that it wasn't going to make it. And I remember uh, one, of the, one of the other judges was saying, you know, oh, you know, this is just really bad that this is going to happen to him because we can't score what we can't see. That's yep. Nope, and I agree, and even though you may have seen him backstage, what you're judging is what he's presenting on stage with the rest of the athletes. Yes. So, I mean, that's what you're looking at, that's what you have to pour. So that's the thing you have to keep in mind there. And then I'm going to move us along to Sandra's question. She says, "I've tur- so we've been talking about, you know, the darkness of your tan, having a smooth, solid tan. Now, Sandra's going to take us a little different direction. She says, I turned green on stage at my last show. Was it my diet or something else? It was really embarrassing. Ivy, was it her diet or something else? (laughs) Well, um, that could be a yes or it could be a no. Um, So there are the reason, I guess let me me rewind. So the active ingredient in almost any thumbless tanning product, um, the first active ingredient is DHA, which is dihydroxyacetone. Um, that sounds terrifying, um, but it's actually just a very, very refined sugar. So the product that I use, the sugar, is ma- it's made from beets. Um, so it's a very natural product, even though it has a big, scary name. Um, so that product is, what happens to it is that once it's exposed to your skin and it, it touches the amino acid that is found in your skin, it begins a chemical reaction. Um, that sounds scary again, but it's not. It's the same exact thing that when we cut an apple open and you leave that apple laying out on the counter, um, the apple turns brown. Um, That same exact process is happening on our skin when we put the sugar from the DHA on our skin. So now what what makes the shade of the color what it is is two things, the percentage of DHA and then the pH of our skin. So, yes, your diet um, changes your pH minutely you're not going to suddenly you know go from one end of the spectrum to the other and I know that's a conversation that a lot of times we hear in the health industry is alkalinity or um, a lot of people are drinking alkaline water or some people um, eat foods that cause their skin to be higher in pH while those small changes yes they will affect your spray tan if you are using a tanner who has is worth their weight in salt. When they're working with an athlete, you always prime the skin with a pH balancer. So um, both of you guys can testify to the fact that I, anytime I spray tan you, I, I always have you put that gel product on, and everybody's like, oh, it's just a sticky gel. 
Um, that is what I'm doing. I use a, a very high-powered pH balancer, and it just makes the surface of your skin pH neutral. Now, the other thing that can turn or cause your skin to have an off color is cosmetic products that are left on the skin, which I definitely want to talk about a little bit more in depth later. Um, but things like bar soap, um, deodorant, deodorant will turn you incredible Hulk green. Um, those kinds of things will always turn you, um, those will turn you green. The other one that is maybe less known, so a lot of people know about the pH and we, you know, a lot of, of experienced tanners know that especially when dealing with an athlete because of the um, complexity of your diet, um, that we do prime your skin. So a lot of great spray tanners out there know that. Um, but something else they might not know is that if their solution is being shipped to them from Amazon, so if you're purchasing your products online, um, those products are not stored in optimal conditions, and DHA will process in the bottle and expire. It has about a three-month shelf life. So a lot of times you're going to get products if you're buying them on the Internet that are expired, and an expired product will always turn you green or gray, or you'll look kind of like you might be about to eat people and are also known as a zombie. Um, so there's a couple of reasons why you would turn green, and if you have further questions or if you want me to help you kind of figure out why that happened to you, please don't hesitate to email me. Um, I'll have Kaylin and Desiree put information up. I'd be happy to help you figure out and isolate what that was that caused you to turn green. All right, there you have it. So hopefully that answered um, several of your questions. And for those of you who are joining us, um, late, we have Ivy Potter on with us. We call her the Sunless Ninja, but she is a uh, tanning guru, and so we're talking competitive tanning. Um, we've kind of started off on what's the big deal about bad tan, so if you want to catch all of that once the interview is over, get the archives, you'll be able to get all of those details um, and answering some listener questions. In the meantime, um, I've got one more listener question that I want to get to before we get to what we really wanted to share about tonight, and that is um, beyond the quality of the tan, we also want to look at what is in the tanning product, which is what Ivy started to talk about. So, you know, we all spend a lot of time focused on what we're putting into our bodies, and so tonight we want to expand the tanning conversation to what we're putting on our bodies. And so we've had a little insight into that. So we're going to hit Anita's question here real quick. And then, Ivy, we're going to learn more about which products, tanning products, are probably best for our skin from your perspective. But here we go from Anita. So she's going to go about um, Kaylin's story where he had a host tanner of the show that really wasn't a good option for him, but he didn't know it, so he thought he was doing everything he was supposed to do. So Anita is wondering, if the host tanner isn't the right choice for you, how do you find a tanner that can help you prepare the best for your show? Well, I have two answers to this. Number one, anytime you're setting up to do a if you were if you were hiring a coach, a posing coach, a nutritionist, um, anything, there's always questions that you can ask. Um, and there's questions that you should ask. Anytime that you are trusting a professional to offer a service to you, you should find out what they know. Um, you know, what's their credentials? Um, are they insured? A lot of people never think to ask, you know, hey, do you have insurance to be doing this? Because if something were to go wrong, that's on you. Um, another thing that uh, you can ask about is, again, are they certified? Um, what is their sanitation policy? There's a lot of things that you can, 
can ask a tanner. And it'll give you a lot of information about whether or not this person is legitimately knowing what they're doing. The second part of that is if you go to a show and you do utilize the host tanner and you have a poor experience, share that with the promoter. Um, I can't tell you how many shows that I go to that the athletes, you know, I'm, I may be tanning a private team that I travel with or I may be tanning athletes that I just work with um, and that there's, there's people that have had poor experiences just like what, what Kaylin went through with the host tanner. It's important that when you give feedback to a promoter about the show, yes, it was a great show. I felt like I was treated very well. I loved this, this, and this. The host tanner was this. Um, you know, host tanners, we're, we're subjective just like anyone else. We, you know, our spots aren't guaranteed. Um, you can you lose your position. And if a promoter has several people that come to him after a show or her and say, hey, you know, I loved everything about your show, but my experience with the host tanner wasn't great, that inspires the promoter to put in for the athletes because at the end of the day, the promoters want to give the athletes the best experience, and that is from every level. So when my clients go and give feedback to promoters about me, I'm, you know, I take that seriously, and the promoter also shares that information with me. So um, speak up. It's okay to say, hey, I didn't have a good experience here, and this is why, so that that promoter can prevent something like this from happening in the future years. All right. Awesome. So, Anita, I hope that helps answer your question. Um, and I know you guys are going to have more questions, and we will definitely give those um get to those questions the best that we can, but we also want to make sure that we get this new information out there for you to consider too so you can be making even more informed decisions when you're going forward and getting tanned before your next competition. So Ivy, clue us in. I mean, what? so we know not all tans are equal when it comes to skin types and all those things like we've been discussing here, but now you're also telling us that ingredients in tans are not maybe as all or as good as another either. So educate us a little bit more about that aspect of tanning. Absolutely. So um, so I've been in the tanning industry, like I said earlier, for about 10 years. Um, I have heard and seen just about anything you can think of. Um, not much surprises me anymore. Um, there's several different things that, you know, first of all, your skin is the largest organ in your body, um, and that's a big yes. deal. So um, you wouldn't do something that was subject or that would would subject your heart to damage. You would never put something in your body. Um, we talk as natural athletes, you know, we know the risks that steroids do to our bodies, or in particular to our heart. Um, so as natural athletes, we pay extra special attention to what we put in our body. That's from our supplements to our foods. Um, I have several clients that are 100% vegan, um, and they, they believe wholeheartedly in the effects that that has on their body. But oftentimes, we forget that our skin is the largest organ in our body, and we're, we're looking to save money or we're looking to cut corners, or we just don't think about what we're putting all over our body. So I had, had talked to Kaylin, and I said, you know, I, I think this is a subject. This year, for the first time, I actually had a client that came to me and was very concerned about um, gluten and that that person mm. is, is extremely allergic to gluten, and they were very concerned about my tanning products. And while I deal with that in the tanning salon a lot, I never really get those questions from competitors. So um, mm. it was something I thought that, you know, maybe it's a time to, to have that discussion. 
Um, so when we look at our cosmetics, there's a lot of labels that you'll notice on cosmetics now, things like no parabens or yeah. this product is sulfate-free. Um, there are so many um, chemicals. And those chemicals aren't just found inside the actual product. Oftentimes the packaging is the source of, of some of these really scary chemicals that can be found in our skin. Oh, wow. Um, so some, some of those chemicals, for example, paraben. Um, paraben is one you've probably heard of. So paraben is a preservative. It's used in many cosmetics. The purpose of paraben is it prevents bacteria growth. And while, yes, that bacteria, is, it can be very gross and scary, especially in, in um, cosmetic products, um, however, paraben is also a hormone disruptor. So um, hmm. it can be found, and, and they have linked paraben um, to, to some studies suggest that paraben is, is linked to the cause of breast cancer. So, um, hmm. you know, oh, wow. we would, you would never get in the shower every day and be like, I am lathering myself up with breast cancer causer. Nobody, nobody would do that <laughs> if, if this that, conversation was, you know, you, you wouldn't, when we think about it that way, you're like, oh, well, yeah, I never even thought about it. Um, and paraben is found in lots of cosmetics, from shampoos to conditioners um, to toothpaste to sunless tanning products. Um, lotion. Uh, paraben is found in most anything that has a you know, a lot of cosmetic products, anything that could be liquid or that could grow bacteria. Um, so, you know, if you, if you kind of think about it, that's like, oh, and and no, if you're if you're choosing a product that ha that is paraben free, you're not choosing a product that's going to grow bacteria. There are many um, more natural preservatives that don't disrupt your hormone function um, that that will do the exact same thing. The thing with parabens are they're cheap, so it's a lot cheaper to shove a paraben in there um, and preserve a product Ew. than it is to to source a natural ingredient. Ew. Isn't that gross? It's gross. So another one that's found um, in a lot of um, in a lot of cosmetics, and then again in some of tanning products, um, is it, it's another one that's that's kind of been talked about more recently, and that's phthalates. Um, so phthalates are pretty darn scary because phthalates are a plastic compound. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. Um, plas uh, phthalates are used to make plastic soft. So when you're squeezing out that shampoo bottle that's been holding your shampoo. Um, phthalates are what make that bottle pliable, um, so it makes it sweet. It's also found in cosmetics. Um, it's usually hidden in the label as fragrance. Um, so a lot of people, I mean, phthalates, you're not going to look through an ingredient label and always find phthalates. You will find things like fragrance or, as we say in the, as you guys say with supplements, proprietary blend. Um, <laughs> fragrance is a proprietary blend yes. of cosmetics. <laughs> so... Um, fragrance is a great place to hide things that might be toxic to your skin. So when you're looking at a product, um, and, and phthalates are very scary. Phthalates are another hormone disruptor. Um, they've been linked, again, to breast cancer, um, thyroid dysfunction. Um, even scarier is uh, the hormone disruption with, with the phthalates. Um, it actually manipulates your male-female hormone. Um, so they've done studies hey. and found that babies, that are exposed to phthalates actually are born um, with more feminine genitalia than, than their Like male babies exposed are born with more feminine genitalia. It's a fascinating uh -oh. study. Um, yeah. It's scary and it's gross. Yeah, yes. A lot of our listeners are wanting, they're already trying to Google phthalate. How would they spell that? 
Um, okay, hang on. I have to look for the, the phthalate spelling because I have to spell it in a pronunciation for myself because, oh, Lord Jesus, do I mess that spelling up. Hang on two seconds, and I will tell you it is. Give me two seconds. All right. So that's while she's looking one. for that, folks, so that's just, you know, with your skin being the largest organ of your body, it, it, it absorbs. It's living. It's breathing. And so that's why this conversation and is so important. And we're ingesting. You're ingesting through your skin. So your body is absorbing on every level, particularly when you slather yourself from head to toe in a spray tan. If you're slathering yourself with a phthalate, um, you're putting that all over your entire body. Um, So phthalate is spelled P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E. And so if you want to Google that, um, and like I said, the information on it is, is pretty scary what they're finding in it. So, um, and I bring this up because it, it, it's found in sunless tanning products. It's found in the containers that hold sunless tanning products. And, and what they're discovering is that these, these plastic bottles that we're getting our stuff in are leaching the chemicals into the product that yeah. we're now slathering all over our skin. Um, yeah, just like plastic so, water bottles, leaching in that Exactly. Also. But Exactly. Oh, and then another product that, now this product is, it's a little bit controversial because there's mixed information as to whether or not the FDA in the United States says this product is completely safe. I'll leave your judgment to yourself, um, but that product is a, a propylene glycol, I can't talk, a propylene glycol, mm, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it is um if you were to open up the engine of your car, unscrew your radiator, you would find propylene glycol. It is antifreeze. Um, so what that product does what? is, <laughs> yes, sir, <laughs> you heard me correctly. It is antifreeze. Um, so there's two different versions of antifreeze. Of course, there's ethanol. Uh, don't quote me on the scientific word for it. But that product, of course, is not found in cosmetics. But propylene glycol is for or is found in cosmetic products, and that product is used um, as a humectant, uh, which means that it's a hydrator. So it's used to help um, absorb moisture into the skin. So um, that sounds great, except for the fact that you could also, you know, keep your car cool with it. Um, the other, it's also used um, as a hydration, like I said, as a humectant and hydration method. Um, the while the FDA thing? does. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys remember, I know you two are not, I know, Kaylin, you do not drink at all. And I know Kaylin or Desiree, you're not a big drinker, but you're a couple of years ago, there was a big controversy. And in the UK, they removed all the bottles of Fireball. Fireball whiskey was pulled from the shelves. And that was because yeah. it was found to have the, that was what was found in it was propylene glycol. Um, so propylene glycol um, is used as a anti-freezing. Um, it's used as an anti-caking, um, anti-caking, anti-freezing, and it's used to help pull moisture in. Um, and while those things, the FDA does say, that, and they've done lots of studies, and the FDA says, yes, this product is safe. Um, and, and there aren't any links like there are with parabens and with the, um, with the phthalates. There's no links like that um, that this product has um, hold, hold, hold on, to breast. Hold on, Ivy. Hold on, because uh, yes. this is also big with the uh, the Roundup. This is sounding very familiar with that because of uh, 
the what is it, lidophosphate or something like that? I can't remember the name correctly. But the FDA approved that, and it's been approved for almost 40 years. <laughs> and now they have a person that's been directly linked to that because, like you said, absorbing it through his skin. And this man is dying of cancer on an FDA-approved uh, product. Yes. And that's where, like I say, um, what they have discovered, what the FDA will say about this product um, is that it, it can be an irritant. So if you have sensitive skin, you have conditions like eczema, if you're a baby, if you have um, certain pre-existing conditions, they will acknowledge that this can irritate those conditions. Um, however, I am just, you know, it's just not going to be the day that I want to put something that will also keep the motor of my car cool. I mean, yes, I know you can use water, but this, this prevents water from freezing. Um, I just don't want to use something that I can find in the engine of my car on my entire body. So, I, and just like I don't oh, want to use Roundup. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Roundup in that way, you know, either. So it, I, I, live, I live in the Midwest. We have lots of corn here, and I can tell you that when they do the crop spraying and then when they do the harvesting, it just destroys my allergies. So I don't need a yeah. scientific study to tell me that's not good for me. <laughs> but these are products that are commonly found in cosmetics that have been linked to some pretty serious stuff. Um, even the yeah. ones that are, like I said, controversial, um, those things are, are a little bit scary. Now, moving on to things that are a little bit different, but on the same segue, um, things like gluten, um, nuts, things that are, um, you know, allergens, synthetic fragrances. Um, there are lots of people who have, you know, anaphylactic-style allergies to things like peanuts or to gluten. Um, I personally struggle with issues with gluten, um, so I recently had an issue with a conditioner. I was actually lathering this conditioner all over my hair, and I could not figure out what was wrong with my head. I was itching so bad, and my scalp was, like, burning. And I'm standing in the shower one morning, and I looked at the, I looked at the bottle, and I was like, oh, this has wheat in it. And I'm like, that's gluten. Oh, dummy, you're allergic to that. And it said it on the front of the bottle. It wasn't even buried in the ingredients list. I just missed it. Um, so those are, these are real things that cause major issues to our skin. So when I say all of that, that sounds terrible, terrible, and I don't want to be all doom and gloom. Um, but the good news is, is that there are many, many cosmetic manufacturers that realize that these are real problems that everybody faces and value what we put on our skin. Um, I am fortunate, and I, in full disclosure, I work for one of those companies. Um, so I, I work for Norville Sunless, um, and this isn't new to us, um, as crazy as that might sound. Um, this isn't a new thing. We didn't decide this year that we needed to care about people's skin and the, and the products that we put into them. Um, Norvell Sunless has been making products for the last, let's see, since the 1980s, they've been making skincare products. So they've, they've got some history in this game. Um, and then when it comes to Sunless products, we've learned that the higher the quality of the ingredients, the better the products that you're putting on your skin, the better your results just are. Um, so I'm very proud to be able to say that um, the tanning products that I use, and like I said, if anybody wants more information, I'm happy to share that. Um, you know, if you want to reach out to me and ask me what products I use or where you can find someone, I'm happy to share that. Um, but the products that I use um, and that I have been using for the last 10 years are paraben-free, 
they are sulfate-free, they are gluten-free, they are nut-allergen-free, they are uh, free of any phthalates. Um, in addition to that, they are free of any synthetic fragrances, um, and all of the products that I use are 100% vegan. Um, so we don't test anything on animals, and we don't use any animal byproducts in any of our products. Um, and that goes from the tanning solution that I use, the pH balancer that I put on your skin, the cleansers, moisturizers, anything that Norvell Sunless makes that falls under those categories. Um, and it's, so there's some serious things to consider. And if you are, if you're confused or you want to know more about it, if you Google any of those, those common, you know, skin irritants, you can find out hidden names for those things and what to look for on your ingredients list. And if you're going to consider using a product, go through the ingredients list, Google it and find out what it is because water could be called something completely different <laughs> uh, and water oh, does yeah. have a scientific name. So just because something does have a scientific name, like I said, dihydroxyacetone sounds terrifying, um, but that's a really, really fancy way of saying it's a super ultra refined beet sugar. Um, so while that sounds scary, not everything that sounds scary or has a scientific name is a bad ingredient, but definitely know what's in your products that you're slathering all over your skin. Yeah, no Question. doubt. And thanks, thanks for sharing that, Ivy, because Linda was wanting to know more about Norvell and why it's a good choice. So you have that there, Linda. And just the more you know about different names that ingredients come under, the better choices you can make, whether it's your tanning product or it's food or it's a cosmetic or it's lotion or any of those things. And if you're curious as Absolutely. to what products your tanner is using, you know, every promoter, at least everyone that I've ever worked with or have seen, will tell you who the show tanner is because that's how you're able to book an appointment. And so while you're booking your appointment, ask them what products they're using. And if you're that interested, check the ingredient list and you'll know what it is that you're exposing yourself to and if that's going to work well with your skin. And and Ivy is totally right. There are so many different names that a product can be posted under. I mean, take food, for instance, and take sugar. You might see sugar as an ingredient, but then you're also going to see high fructose corn syrup. You're going to see cane juice. You're going to see so many other different names. And basically what they're telling you is all the different forms of sugar that are in your food, but you all you picked up on was sugar. And, you know, you're like, well, this only has six grams of sugar. Well, that's just for the sugar listing. Now look up how many grams of high fructose corn syrup, cane juice, and everything else that's in there, and then add all those together, and that's how you know how much sugar you're really getting. So knowing the name of your ingredient or all the names of your ingredients or as many as you can identify is pretty important. And that. On that same note, too, does, you know, I, to kind of go back to the question that we had from earlier, um, you know, if you contact your, your potential tanner and you're, you're interviewing them to be the tanner for your event um, and they don't want to share their product information with you, that's a red flag. Um, because if, if a tanner isn't willing to tell you what, what products they have, and most of us, um, you know, I know that by law, um, I know I'm, I'm a little different because I, I am a, um, a salon tanner, so I, I am regulated by the Board of Cosmetology, and that includes when I travel. Um, so that, that I have to meet certain requirements for sanitation, and then I have to also have information available to my clients should they request it. Um, I am required by law to give you the ingredients list of any of the products that I'm using on you 
um, because it, it is a safety concern. Just like if you went to Dairy Queen, they have to list the ingredients because if you are allergic to nuts, you know, that, that has to be listed on there. And if you remember, if you go through Dairy Queen, I know you do once in a while to get chocolate ice cream. Um, it oh. says on there, chocolate you know, we're <laughs> chocolate oh. for the win. Um, I know that there's a, there's a sign that says on the window, you know, this environment contains nuts. Um, and that's, you know, for someone whose life depends on whether or not they come into contact with something like that, um, that's a big deal. And so, you know, when it comes to skincare, if your host tanner or your tanning person is not willing to give you a list of ingredients, back away slowly because that's a red flag that they're, they're hiding something or that they, they, they don't know. Um, and you should know what you're putting on to a client um, and be able to help explain what that is and why you're doing it. No doubt. And that's, I mean, and that's, I mean, I would have to plead ignorance on that too, because I've never really thought about the tan that deep, but after this show, you can better believe that the next time I get ready to get spray tan, I will be. (laughs) But I can at least take comfort in knowing the tans that I've gotten from you were on the up and up (laughs) and they're always fantastic. So I can feel better about that decision there. Um, You don't have to compromise. You sure don't. You sure don't. Um, so you've been awfully quiet, Mr. KP, over the past several minutes. Yes, what I have. You have to be I'm shocked. The conversation. It's, it's, um, I, I mean, honestly, like Des was saying, I just never, I just never put that much thought to tan, obviously. That's why I got the second point. But aside from that, there, there's a lot of things that, you know, you just don't think about just because we're putting so much trust. And, I, you know, we're, we're, we're ignorant to our own ignorance. And sometimes we step into the poop because we just don't have the flashlight on to see it. And, you know, there's other things going on with the tan, and I know we have other questions going on, but there was something else that you wanted to talk about, Norvell back. And I don't I did. want to – Okay, go ahead. So so I am part of um, the elite team of Norvell specialists. Um, I'm, I work with specialists and ambassadors. We're all part of the Norvell family. Um, and we are, there's like 25 of us at the moment, and we are spread all over the country. Um, so we had our – I'm going to share some secret information. So, you know, to all 19,000 of you, not that big of a secret. Um, Norvell Sunlist has never been um, a big contender in the competition tanning world. We've never – you know, I know you've seen other brands um, that have been promoters or been um, involved with big sponsorships for shows. Um, so Norvell has decided that for 2019 – um, that they want to team with, nat- with natural athletes um, and, and offer you a product that's worthy of your body. Um, they want to support promoters who are looking for sponsors for shows and want to, you know, have host tanners that they can be confident in. Um, so all of the host tanners, um, I'm sorry, all of the team that I work with, so, so the people like me who are, like I said, we're all over the country, um, we are all certified tanning um, specialists, so we have the highest level of education that you can get as a spray tanner. Um, we have put hours and hours and hours of study into not just the skincare aspect of it, um, but we're learning um, and we're teaching and we're training future people to be competition tanners. 
Um, and most importantly, we want to get involved with natural athletes. Um, so we, if, you're a show, if you are a show promoter and you are looking for a host tanner that's going to fit the bill, that's going to, you know, that offer the products that, you know, guarantee that your client or your, your athletes are going to be safe, um, and in, you're looking for a partner in um, your tanning product, Norvell Sunless has signed up and said, hey, we want to get involved. And I'm super excited to get to, to tell everyone about that. Um, so starting in 2019, Norvell has budgeted a certain amount of money to help um, support some of the shows in the area. Um, so they awesome. want to get involved. And that's a big deal. That's very um, cool. And that they is a wanted, big deal. They want to team up. So if you are a promoter and you are looking for a host tanner or you're looking um, – you know, for a sponsor, which I know none of you are looking for sponsors because you're never looking for sponsors. Um, Norval Thomas <laughs> wants to get involved. So, so if you want more information, um, if you need to, um, you know, if you want to get in touch with someone who can do that, you can contact me. Um, I will put you into the right place. Or if you go to NorvalSunless.com and you submit an email to them and let them know what you're looking for, they will get back to you. Our customer service team is amazing, and they, they actually work full-time for Norvell, whereas I just do it part-time. So That's if you're awesome. looking for somebody, so, we want to team up with you. There you have it, promoters. And for any of you that are listening, that would be a great source for you to check out. And then here's another good idea for promoters and tanners like Ivy to consider, and I can't take credit for it, so we're going to have to give the credit where credit is due, and that's to Jacob. And he is saying, everyone does posing seminars. Do they have the tanners along to help better understand what you guys, meaning us guys here tonight, are saying? And sadly, Jacob, that answer is no. I have never seen any other vendor accompany opposing uh, seminar on that level, I should say. Um, and that uh, is part of what we're trying to do this year. So, Norvell, yeah, whether so that, you want us to come to your great. event and so whether, whether if you are, you know, if you want us to just kind of partner and talk about what tanning does, um, that's one of the things that we're trying to kind of get the message out there. Um, we're trying to kind of help people understand how tanning works, why we tan. Um, and even if that just means coming to your show and setting up as a vendor and just talking about tanning, um, I will say that I have to give some credit where credit is due. Um, Brian McCabe, who is the promoter for the Windy City, does a posing clinic annually as part of his promotion for the Windy City. So it is the Windy City Posing Clinic. And this year I was scheduled to be at his um, posing seminar to do exactly that, to discuss tanning, to go over, um, you know, what we're looking for on the stage, what, what a, a competition tan is and why we do it and what doesn't work. Um, however, I had a very personal emergency. My little guy is not – he's a little challenging, so I have, my baby has a little bit of a health issue, so I had to take um, – and, and at the last minute I could not attend that. But that idea has been bounced around uh, right here in Chicago. Awesome. Well, I would definitely love to see more of that, more of that. And, you know, it is a great idea. And it's just, you know, guys, if we talk about something more than once, it's not because, 
not because we're getting any added benefit out of it. It's just because we keep either seeing the same issue pop up over and over yes. again or we keep yes. getting the same questions over and over again. So we feel the need to keep talking about it because clearly there are still people that need that information. So, you know, I apologize on behalf of both of us if it seems like we're harping on certain subjects, but tanning just seems to be one of those things that continues to bite athletes in the butt. So as long as it Literally. keeps doing that, we're going to keep anybody. talking about it because we're here We're here for you guys. But I'm extremely proud of the way the Direction Tonight show has gone just because it just helps shed light on another area that really nobody is thinking about. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, not to scare anyone, but just helps you to think through more of the decisions that you're making because that's what we're really all about, just to share information, share stories, share experiences that either help motivate, educate, enlighten, whatever it does. Some of it probably kicks you off. And and if it does, you know, that's good, too, because it's going to incite a response either for you to become more informed or to make a change change in the system that you um, feel needs to be fixed or improved. Yeah, go ahead, Kalen. Well, here's the thing, guys. Um, And and like, like Ivy, Dez, and myself, we always are at these venues, we're always at these shows, and we're basically speaking to people after the fact. You can't save them at that point. You're talking about someone who's looking phenomenal, and it won't be shown on stage. It's too late. If we do shows like this, if we keep repeating ourselves, maybe it would spark a person to say maybe there's some value to doing this pre-show instead of post-show because when Ivy had gotten to me, the scoring was already done. As much as she would have liked to change the outcome, it was a little bit too late because the scoring had already been done. So people saw me at night and said, my God, I don't understand how you could not have won because I did not bring that physique to stage. It did not show up there. It's too late. So if we keep doing shows like this and we keep changing people's lives and minds before the show happens, then we've made a difference that's relevant to that person's life in preparation for the show that they have upcoming, not for them post-show where it's basically planning for the next show, but every prep is different, so they might not have that physique at that time the next time they compete. We truly have a passion for what we're saying, and because we're so impassioned, it doesn't hurt us to keep repeating ourselves until that one person finally hears it and it changes their lives and makes a difference to their stage time and preparation. Yes. Oh, can I say something on that too, Caitlin? You sure so can. Yeah, I, I, I say the same thing, and you know, my from my perspective of it, of course, I do have a dog in in this game. You know, I, my business is to sell tanning. That's what I do. You know, to an extent, I'm I don't do competition tans every day. I don't do them every weekend. Of course, you know, that's not my only my that's only business, good. but. But, I, well, if there was a competition every day, maybe. Um, I probably would because I love it. But the truth is, is that when, you know, when we come, when I come to venues and I meet athletes and I talk to people from, you know, all over the world, um, they, people share with me their horror stories. And it breaks my heart because, like you said, Kaylin, yeah. your physique might not be the same the next time you step on stage. And I always like to, to think of myself as an advocate for my athletes. I um, I have absolute respect for what my athletes do. And when you've invested as much time 
money and dedication to getting to the stage. I always say it's a journey. When you get to that stage and you walk on that stage to have something that was, you know, really didn't seem like that big of a deal be the reason that you didn't have the success and the glory that you were looking for that day. Um, I, I hate to see that happen. And whether you have me do your tan or whether you have someone else do your tan, I just want, you know, as an athlete, I want to give you the information so that you can make an informed decision because when you have better results for tanning, it means as an industry for me that, that we're all growing and, and doing things successfully because there's a lot of things in the, in the tanning industry that I, I see from a salon perspective, and then I travel to bodybuilding shows and I go, ooh, ooh, that's scary. I can't believe we're doing that. Um, there's many things that I see, um, and, and some of it is just basic sanitation. Um, backstage, we're sharing bikini bite and – we're oh. we're throwing things around backstage, and I'm going, oh my god, oh. you could catch, and I have a list of things because I work in a salon, so I am I am trained by the board of cosmetology to know, and I, I like I see germs, I see them, so when I, I give out this information, it's not to promote myself, it is to promote your safety as an athlete, um, and to help you whether you're having your tan done here in Chicago or whether you're getting your tan done in the UK or Australia or California that you're able to, as an athlete, make informed decisions just like you do with a coach. We, we know that bad coaches exist um, and bad tanners exist as oh, well. Yeah. Um, and I want to see athletes that say, hey, I want to make an informed decision because mm, I'm not trying to catch herpesipilitis from some bikini bites. Or I want to make sure that the product <laughs> that I slather all over my skin isn't going to cause me to have an allergic reaction and I'm going to pass out backstage from anaphylactic shock because I didn't know I was allergic to gluten or oh, nuts man. or whatever else. So the, my perspective is mostly from an advocate standpoint <laughs> as far as I know I talk about a lot of things that I see wrong in the industry, and I do that not because I want to down the industry or down other tanners. I do it because as athletes, you deserve the best. You've worked so hard to get to that moment. And it's not fair to you to have someone who is giving you a subpar product to put all over your body. Yeah. Amen to that, sister. So as we close here, Ivy, if a promoter or an athlete is wanting to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? And, again, please share the uh, Norville contact information as well. Absolutely. So my, um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I do have a page that I sometimes do really good at posting on and other times I don't. Um, but my uh, official business page for my, my competition tanning is Ivy Potter Competition Tanning. Um, so you can look me up there. Um, I, my email address is, um, is ivy at image sun, which is my salon, nwi.com. Or if you, want, if you contact Norvell Sunlist and look on their educators page, you can find information about me and how to contact me. Um, and that website is norvellsunlist.com. So you can get in touch with me any variety of ways. And if you if you look around some of the show promoters, my cell phone number is listed on all kinds of web pages. <laughs> you can always call me if you have a question. And don't have you know, whether you're asking me for tanning services or you just would like some advice and would like to reach out to someone who is willing to be an advocate, I love to help athletes. So if you have a question, whether you're choosing to use me for tanning or not, I want to help. So please don't hesitate to reach out and ask me a question. Yeah, there you go. And there you have it. And, uh, you know, it hurts that you didn't choose Snickerdoodle, but, uh, you know, we can't win them all. We, we really can't. Well, Kaylin, if you would uh, just get on the right path and accept that chocolate is the best. <laughs> <laughs> 
we would all oh. be in a better place. Oh, <laughs> and I love her, yeah. Woo! Team chocolate. Females need more chocolate. The rebellion is growing, well, Kaylin. The rebellion is growing. <laughs> See what you started, Angela. See, Kaylin, I'm looking at this from a feminist issue. Feminism is a hot topic right now, and if you are not for chocolate, you are anti-women. That's my vote. That's my vote. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Hashtag me too. She just said that. Wow. Wow. Hashtag me too chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) We have gone there. We have gone there. We have gone there. We've gone there. All right, Kaylin, will you listen and take us home? (laughs) Yes. Aside from the fact, Ivy, thanks so much for being on the show. And wow, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things that I I really have to start to reconsider. I mean, that's uh, a lot of information. I'm going to have to basically listen to the archive show myself to get all everything that you really said because there was so much. Um, is there any other parting thing that you'd like to basically throw out there before the show's over? No, thank you guys so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to get to hang out with you guys for a little bit in the evening. So I, I just appreciate the opportunity to get to stand on my soapbox with you guys. Thanks, Ivy. Well, you, you're, done you're done good. That's, that's amazing. Uh, Des, anything else? Nope. Hashtag chocolate way for the win. And we'll see you oh. guys on oh. Thursday. That is so wrong. <laughs> Oh, very wrong. Your body is a temple. So let's build it. Build it with chocolate. 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 Not right. 